1: Welcome to the radio broadcast ministry of Kettering Baptist Church, where we minister in the spirit of excellence under the leadership of our anointed senior pastor, Bukha Sterling III. Please stay tuned at the end of this broadcast for information on how to obtain a copy of today's message in its entirety. And now, Pastor Sterling.
0: Let all the church say amen. God is my all and all. Bless his name. That's good to know and good to have as a reference point, especially on days like today, when for some uh, they don't have a earthly father to celebrate. But if God is your all in all, on Father's Day, you can celebrate him. Amen. Bless his name. And if your father has gone home to be with the Lord or gone on, you can still celebrate him. Because he's always here, always present. And he'll never leave you, nor will he forsake you. And uh, I I think it's just encouraging to be able to wake up, not just on the designated Father's Day, but to wake up on every day and say, Father, thank you for being so good to me. Bless his adorable name. And I know that on this day we give our fathers um, unrealistic um, praise that they have been perfect and they've been awesome in everything they ever did and and we should kind of fake them out sometimes, but the real amen, <laughs> but the reality is God has been everything, and he has not failed in anything, and he's worthy of all of our praise and our honor and our glory. Amen, and I am excited as well uh, just to, to be here this morning um, as a father and one who can receive uh, honor from my children and and uh, from others, I'm 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 just humble and excited that God has blessed me to be able to be in this position. Amen. If you have your Bibles with you on this morning, Kettering, and you should, I want to invite your attention to First Kings, uh, chapter two. First Kings, chapter two. We'll begin our reading of First Kings, chapter two, in verse number one. Uh, the word of the Lord reads as follows: Now the days of David drew near that he should die, and He charged Solomon his son saying I go the way of all the earth be strong therefore and prove yourself a man and keep the charge of the Lord your God to walk in his ways to keep his statutes his commandments his judgments and his testimonies as it is written in the law of Moses that you may prosper in all that you do and wherever you turn. That the Lord may fulfill his word, which he spoke concerning me, saying, If your sons take heed to their way to walk before me in the truth with all of their heart and with all of their soul, he said, You shall not lack a man on the throne of Israel. Moreover, you know also what Joab, the son of Zariah, Uh, did to me and what he did to the two commanders of the armies of Israel to Abner, the son of Ner, Amasa, the son of Jether, uh, whom he killed. And uh, he shed the blood of war in peacetime and put the blood of war on his belt and was around his waist and on his sandals that were on his feet. Therefore, do according to your wisdom and do not let his gray hair go down to the grave in peace, but show kindness to the sons of Barzillai, uh, the Gileadite, and let them be among those who eat at your table. For so they came to me when I fled from Absalom, your brother. And see, you have with you Shimi, the son of Gera, a uh, Benjamite from Bahiram, who cursed me with a malicious curse in the day when I went to name? Uh, but he came down to meet me at the Jordan, and I swore to him by the Lord, saying, I will not put you to death with the sword. Now, therefore, do not hold him guiltless, for you are a wise man and know what you ought to do to him. Uh, but bring his gray hair down to the grave with blood. Pray with me, please, Father. We need you on this morning that you might speak clearly into our lives. I pray, Heavenly Father, on this day that somehow that you would speak into the life of everyone present, everyone listening, everyone who tunes in, and help them, Heavenly Father, to hear the words of encouragement through the Scripture this morning. I pray, Eternal God, that you might speak in such a way that if any don't know you, that this would be the day that they would come to know you in the pardon of their sin, that they would. Ask what must I do to be saved? Pray for those, Lord God, who, who have drifted in their fellowship, that today might be the day that they draw near to you, Heavenly Father, they might renew the broken fellowship. Spirit of the Lord, I'm praying for that one who came in discouraged, that they might leave encouraged. I'm praying for that one who just needs to hear a word of edification today. Lord, speak a word. In the midst of our time on this morning, we will give your name the glory and all the honor. Spirit of the Lord, I stand here as a vessel in your hand to accomplish your will. Use me, Lord. Strengthen me. Give me clarity of thought and speech that your word might be clear in the midst of your people. In Jesus' precious and wonderful name I pray, amen and amen. Bless his name. Once again, I do want to say happy Father's Day to all of our fathers uh, on this morning and very grateful for each and every one of you for the roles that you play and uh, for just Uh, the gift that you are to the family and to the kingdom of God. I also want to say happy Juneteenth to all of those who don't know and didn't get the memo that we've already been set free. Amen for, (laughs) amen somebody. For over 2,000 years ago, our Savior signed an emancipation proclamation with his own blood. That's, and, and in whom the Son has set free is free indeed. Yeah. Amen. Y'all will catch that one later on. Y'all don't even, y'all don't, y'all don't know what Juneteenth is, so I just figured I'd help somebody out to let you know you are already free. And for everyone who believes, He said He would give you right to become children of God. I have been blessed. In my life to have three children of my own and four grandchildren, praise the Lord. And I'm I'm glad about it. And I've also been blessed to have countless numbers of other children adopted and otherwise whom God has given me grace and blessing to impact and be a part of their lives and to be a father to or father like figure to. I don't take that lightly. I'm I'm humbled by the, the reality of it all. And in fact, uh, even on this morning before I uh, got my phone turned on well, I was getting messages from my children all over the world, uh, just acknowledging and thanking me. And I was it just it blows my mind that um, the Lord has given me just such a precious opportunity to to be such an impact in so many people's lives. And I'm grateful for that. And um, I, like many other fathers and, and, and parents, uh, can probably attest that parenting is not easy. It's a tough job. Do I have any witnesses in the house? <laughs> for parenting does not come with a textbook. And each child would need its own textbook if it did. And some of our children would need appendices and <laughs> and volume two and three. Amen. And then even after they get grown, which I don't know what I was thinking when I was having my children. I was thinking that once I, you know, about 20, 22 years out, I would be done. But I learned, I I, I was young, y'all. And then I learned that even after they grow up, you still got to parent them. And so, um, yeah, parenting adult children is a whole nother. Amen. And so you don't never get out of this thing. You just... <laughs> and I'm sorry to mess y'all young parents up, but the thing just keeps going. But it, but But we've been given this privilege and this opportunity to raise and to rear and to influence and to encourage these young human beings in such a way that they would grow up to reflect the image and the likeness of the God who created them without a textbook, without, without instruction, but uh, from any other guidance than the word of God. And so I'm glad for the word of God that we have that that would help us and that would guide us. And as we examine this text on this morning, I believe even as we look in on David, who is about to die, sharing with his son Solomon uh, some wisdom and some insights to help his son Solomon to go on to take over the throne to be the next king and to live his life in a way that would honor the God who made it possible for his family to even be in that position. Uh, and so what David does as we look at this text, he prefaced his wisdom that he shares with Solomon by saying to Solomon, be strong. Um, he says that, I believe, in verse two, and he says, Solomon, be strong, which is a warning to Solomon that. Uh, Solomon, the, the wisdom that I'm going to give you, the instruction that I'm going to lay out before you, Solomon, it's going to take, uh, it's going to encounter some resistance. In other words, what I'm going to tell you to do, Solomon, what instruction and what wisdom I going to provide for you, Solomon, the enemy of hell is going to resist you doing it. And so um, your own physical body, Solomon, is going to resist you from doing it. The society, Solomon, the, the culture, Solomon, is going to resist you from doing what I'm going to give you wisdom to do. But Solomon, you've got to be strong and you've got to persevere. You've got to, you've got to push your way through. And in essence, Solomon, you've got to, you've got to strive to accomplish it anyhow. And when I use this word strive, I don't mean just try. I mean strive in the way that you fight against the resistance, that you press with perseverance to accomplish what is necessary to walk in this wisdom that I'm going to provide for you. Y'all still here with me? I want to talk to you on the day from the subject matter, A Father's Legacy of Wisdom. For an essence, that is... Uh, What David is sharing with his son, Solomon. The first thing that I believe that David clearly shares when he digs into the wisdom, he says to Solomon here in verse three, he says, keep the charge of the Lord your God to walk in his ways and to keep his statutes, his commandments, his judgments, his testimonies uh, that is written in the law of Moses. The first movement of this text is uh, the wisdom that is shared of this father's legacy of wisdom is to strive to keep God's word. Strive to keep God's word. Remember, I said, strive doesn't mean try, strive means to persevere against the resistance that you might keep it anyhow and keep the charge of the Lord, he says. Um, obey God's word, Solomon. This is, this is critical and first level advice. Solomon, if you're going to be anything, if you're going to do anything, keep God's word. Can I talk to somebody this morning? Um, being a man, as he, uh, had prefaced, he says to Solomon earlier, he says, prove yourself a man before you can be a father. You need to be a man. And, and he says, Prove yourself a man, but the first requirement that he lays out in the text for proving yourself a man and, and wisdom to exercise as a, as, a, as a man and as he carries on this responsibility is to keep God's word. Whew, let me see if I can make it real plain. If you're going to be a real man, you're going to keep God's word. I know I didn't expect a whole bunch of hallelujahs and falling out on the floor in that one. Because our culture has taught us that being a man means other things. Being a man is how much you can drink. Being a man is how many women you can book. Being a man is how strong you are, how buff you are, how many likes you get on your page when you don't have your shirt on. Oh, that's all about being a man. But no, the Bible says, the textbook that matters says being a man is obeying God. Okay. Okay. So David says to Solomon, Solomon, keep the word of God, walk, he even tells him how, he says, walk in God's ways. Your ways, Solomon, your your character of carry, in other words, the way you conduct yourself and carry yourself, your walk ought to be directed by the word of God. That ought to be what what governs how you act, how you behave, how how you carry yourself from day to day should be governed by the word of God. So he says, walk in his ways, walk in God's ways. Now, I'll tell you this right off the bat. And even though this is Father's Day, and I know we're talking somewhat to fathers, but I'm real sure that this message is applicable to everybody because, guess what, regardless of whether you're a father or a daughter or a wife, it doesn't matter whether you're single or whether you're married, guess what? The great advice that is here in the text, watch this, is to Keep God's word. Walk in God's ways. Mother, walk in God's ways. Single woman, single man, walk in God's ways. As you you are a husband, a father, walk in God's ways. That's good wisdom. It's good wisdom for you. And he says, he says, now persevere and and strive to walk in God's ways. And again, this strive lets me know that I'm, I'm pushing against resistance. That's why David told Solomon, be strong. Push against the resistance because everything around you is going to tell you that keeping God's word is not important. Today, we are in the midst of a month that is that is Labeled and celebrated for obeying sin. In fact, they call it pride month. Pride month is about disrespecting God and his word. I know I I ain't trying to make no friends. I'm just telling you the truth. And the culture has now moved to tell us that we should somehow honor and respect that which is not God's word. I'm not picking on nobody because as much as some would want to condemn that group, the scripture also condemns the liar, the cheater, the thief, the whoremonger. Oh, y'all not gonna say amen? You still in government? Pencils and paper taken home, putting copy paper from the government in your copier at home. The scripture condemns you too. In fact, even calls you an abomination for your sin. Now I'm I'm preaching way better than y'all said amen. So the world tells you it's okay to disobey the word of God. That's why it's important, this wisdom that, that David shares with Solomon, and that you've got to be strong because everything is going to tell you it's okay not to obey God's word. Strive. He says, walk in his ways. Uh, he says, to keep his, his word, his, his judgments, his statutes, his commandments. It's, it's right near the text, verse 3, and this is what... David is saying to Solomon, all that God has commanded, instructed, directed, he says, keep it, do it, walk in it. Um, And regardless of what the culture or society or your flesh or your excuses that you might conjure up might tell you, resist them, push beyond them, and do God's word, keep God's word, obey God's word. And you might say, well, Pastor, well, why I got to be doing that? What's the benefit? Because we always want to know what the benefit, don't we? It's right here in the text. I'm glad you asked. It says here in the text that you may prosper in all that you do. Now, somebody should have said amen right about there. How many folks just want to prosper in everything they do? Well, here is the wisdom of David to Solomon and to you and I, that if you want to prosper in everything you do, keep God's word. Not only that, he goes on to say, not only will you prosper in everything you do, if you keep God's word, and he, he says that you may prosper in all that you do, Wherever you turn. I like that. Whichever way you turn, if you go left, you'll prosper. If you go right, you'll prosper. Whichever place you go, if you're keeping God's word, you will prosper. I love it. And obedience to God brings favor you wherever you are, whether you're in the city, whether you're in the country, whether you're going out or whether you're coming in, if you keep God's word, you'll prosper. Verse four comes back and says not only that, but he says that the Lord can fulfill his promises to you, that the Lord may fulfill his word, which he spoke concerning you or me in this case as David is saying saying that uh, of your your sons will, will will take heed to their way and walk before me in the truth with their heart and with their soul he said you shall not lack a man on the throne of Israel the promise that God had given to David is that as long as you David walk in my ways keep my word I'll bless you. I'll prosper you. Watch this. I'll not only prosper you, David, but I'll prosper the generations behind you, David. And if they keep my word and if they walk in my statues, I'll bless them too that they will remain on the throne of Israel. I'll keep you in a prosperous position. That's good stuff right there. This is good wisdom. And it's coming from David to Solomon. And watch this. Solomon is the wisest, not yet but he's going to be endowed with supernatural wisdom, but he will be the wisest man besides Jesus to ever walk the earth. And here is David, his father sharing with him wisdom before he gets supernaturally endowed with supernatural wisdom. Y'all still here? I'm I'm trying to help y'all because this, this wisdom that David shares with his son is good wisdom for us to apply to our own lives. He goes on, he says to David, I mean, David says to to Solomon, God's going to to bless you for keeping the word. He's going to bless your children's children for keeping the word. He's going to bless your generations. As long as they keep my word, I'm going to keep showing them favor. I'm going to, can I say it this way? Our obedience to God's word frees God to release in our direction the blessings he wants to give you. Did y'all catch that? There are blessings God wants to give you, but they can't be released until you obey. Can I, can I put it on? Let me, let me put it on another term. You, you, and, and this is, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to explain. You, God has blessings on layaway for you. And the payment is your obedience. You, you just got to pay the balance by obeying him. And when you when you when you obey, then he'll let the blessings go and release them. It frees God to release the blessings in your direction that he has on hold already prepared for you and for your children. This is why it's so important for us as parents and and fathers and and wives and husbands to, to teach our children the Word of God, that they might keep the Word of God, that the blessings might continue to flow their
1: way, and the favor of God might continue to be on the generations to come. Praise the Lord. You have been listening to the radio broadcast ministry of Kettering Baptist Church under the leadership of senior pastor... Bukas Sterling III, where we minister in the spirit of excellence. We pray that you have been richly blessed by today's message. Financial contributions and support of this ministry are welcome. We thank you in advance for uniting with us in kingdom building. For a copy of this sermon on CD or to hear this message again on the web, please visit our website, at KetteringMinistries.org and remember to reference the title or broadcast date. We hope that you have enjoyed our journey together and we invite you to join us in person for one of our Spirit Field Worship Services Sundays at 10 a.m. at the Legacy Center located at 6909 Crane Highway Upper Marlboro, Maryland or virtually via our website, Facebook, and YouTube. For additional information, go to our website at KetteringMinistries.org or contact our church office at 301-627-9500. Please join us again as Senior Pastor Buchas Sterling III and the Kettering Baptist Church family minister in the spirit of excellence.